Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <sighs> kind of like it's been a lot. <laughs> I feel like it's been a long time since we've been here. Yeah. Well, you. I live here. Well, I mean, here. <laughs> Recording. Yeah. <laughs> it has been several weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like three at least. So how have you been? <sighs> Just doing a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot of what? So Just much. a lot of a lot. Sorry. Wow. My, my computer just said, link your phone. Okay. I don't think I will. You should. Um, just doing a lot of work. Because mm-hmm. uh, we have this new product hitting that we're testing in the market. And so we're having to go visit the places that are testing it all the time and check in on them. And Is it milk? No. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's just this thing I heard of lately. It's called milk. It's called. <laughs> you just heard about it. Just heard about it. What, what's special about it? It comes from a cow. Oh. It's just milk. Oh, okay. Anyway. I uh yeah so that's been a lot and then for um Thanksgiving I'm gonna be taking care of my animals mm-hmm. my mom's cat. Oh. My sister's two dogs and all of her farm animals, which include so many goats. When do I get to meet those goats? You can come with me. I'll be going out there Thursday on Thanksgiving. Oh, I'll be Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll probably be going out there in the morning-ish. What time? I don't know. Whenever I wake up, (laughs) whenever I feel like it. I have nothing to do that day, so it doesn't matter. I just have to go out there once. So I will be... So my husband is leaving Wednesday. My parents are leaving... So Michael's leaving at like 11. And I have to take him to the airport tomorrow. And then my parents are leaving at like 4 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Wow. They're driving to Texas. And my sister is leaving around like noon on Wednesday tomorrow. Tomorrow. And then... My sister's coming back Friday, so I only have to go out to her farm once, which is on Thanksgiving. And she's leaving her dogs at my parents' house, thank God. Because <laughs> that would have been like four times I would have had to go out there. Wow. Because she has a puppy. Aww. A almost one-year-old puppy. Aww. Yeah. What kind? I uh, can't remember, but he's black and white and really fuzzy and Aww. so hyper. Border Collie, maybe? How sweet. He's so sweet. His name is Pip. Oh. P-I-P. Pip. I've taken care of goats before. Have you? My Someone my grandma worked with, I think. Mm-hmm. She would be like gone and we would go take care of their goats. They were yeah. so cute. They're all named after awards. <laughs> all I remember is Tony. <laughs> like the Tony Award. Yeah. There were other ones, but. That's kind of cool. Oscar. They don't. <laughs> they don't uh, name any of them because they just breed them to Aww. sell to other people who naming is the best part yeah they i don't think they've named any of them tell them to name one tony after my sister no after the <laughs> award obviously <laughs> tony name your goat tony tony's goat tony <laughs> one's with a y and one's with an i oh my gosh yeah so that'll be fun um you can totally go with me if you want i'll probably yeah. wake up obviously take care of my pets go to my parents' house, take care of the dogs and the cat, 
and then probably drive out there. Okay. I'll see so if maybe, I wake up. Sometimes I don't. Maybe like 10. I don't know. 10 or 11. When do you do Thanksgiving? Do you do Thanksgiving at like lunchtime whenever most people do it? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll probably be about 10. Okay. Yeah. Or you don't have to. Whatever. Maybe I will. It depends on what time I wake up. Yeah. That's I've fair. been playing Fallout a lot. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of interrupting my sleep. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Ooh, me too. Yeah. Do you like the new um, update? The last yeah, update? I love it. Did you get the new Happy Home or whatever paradise? What is it? No, I didn't get it. I haven't gotten it either. It just seems like there's just so much to do right now yeah. in the regular game that I'm just like... <laughs> Let me get sick of this first. Yeah. And then, I'll, <laughs> there's just then I'll move on. My daily tasks, like doubled yeah (laughs) there's so much to do go to this island then i have to go to this island then i have to bury stuff water it yeah i have so many gyroids i have a whole basement gyroids i call them gyroids gifroids 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 (laughs) i've always called them gyroids but i don't know what the proper term is yeah i have so many (laughs) i've got like 10 now or something oh i keep them in my basement i have them all in my main room but i think i need to make room somewhere else i got my first a from the happy home academy i get a bunch of s's is that real bad that's real good oh really yeah that's the highest it gets i think oh i always thought it was bad because it's like here's your ranking remember if you do this and this and this you'll get a better (laughs) score and i'm like thanks a lot no that's either the highest or the lowest second highest oh S is good okay cool yeah well that's what i have nice every week i got my very first a good job thank you proud of you i was stuck on a b for a long time oh what'd you add a bunch of gyroids Mm -hmm. (laughs) i like my basement was just like a mixture of things and then i put gyroids down there and now i have an a nice (laughs) until the whole room is gyroids yeah can you, you can hang them on the wall, right? Yeah. My brother time travels, so he has like a million. <laughs> and his his whole room is filled with them. I wow. Love it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, how else have you been other than playing Fallout? Really good. Yeah. I've been watching dogs. So many dogs. My job has picked up. It kind of died down during COVID times. Mm-hmm. But now I'm back at it again at Krispy Kreme. That's good. Yeah. We've been able to finish you. Yeah. Season three. From home. Which I wasn't mad about. Yeah. Honestly. Because I do that with my mom all the time. It was kind of fun. Yeah. I constantly watch stuff with my mother while I'm at my house. And she's <laughs> at her house. And we just text about it the whole time. Oh. Yeah. We're like, wow. OMG. Can't believe it. Did you see that? Or <laughs> <laughs> my mom says, who is that? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What show is this? <laughs> Pause. I have to pee. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun. And it, it was, was a fun. really good show. I did not like the ending very much. I I I I'm wondering how much the writer of the book like has a say in the storyline. Yeah. Like I wonder if she was like, here's how the book is gonna end. But uh-huh. just like didn't tell them why. Yeah. Or how. Cause that's kind of what the dude uh George R.R. R. Martin did with Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah, because he only wrote five books and there's eight seasons. <laughs> so, you know what I would do if that happened to me? Hmm. I would write my next book exactly how like, the show went, <laughs> just steal all their ideas. Like, you were doing it to me, now I'm doing it to you. 
Well, he basically told them, the writers of the show, like how he was going to end the series if he ever does. Uh-huh. And it was just so not the trajectory of where the show was heading. Uh-huh. So whenever the show did end and it ended the way that it's supposed to end, it made no sense. <laughs> it was just like out of nowhere. Here's the ending. And we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was bizarre. So I just peeled all my nail polish off. I see that. Oh, speaking of nail polish. Yes. I painted my nails <gasps> on Saturday. Ghostbuster Pretty. theme. And I'd used Peely Base. <gasps> and they're still on? So I did the thing where I did 100% acetone first. Uh-huh. And then I did it just barely in the center. And I made sure, like, sometimes it went a little deep and I wiped it off. Ooh. And I was like, just in the center. And I've taken two showers. I deep cleaned two stores. And obviously, I cleaned my house. Nice. So, like, what the hell? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, are they ever going to come off? <laughs> <laughs> I have a cart ready for when I get paid next because my last dog canceled on me and I had to pay him back money and I already spent part of the money. It was a whole mm. thing. But I'm going to get a red... Mm-hmm. A silver and the peeling base. Okay. And it's like $36 or something. Yeah. Well, they're having their Black Friday sale right now. If you buy a collection, you get a free one coat black. We're talking about Hollow Taco, by the way. Yeah. Nail polish. Um, yeah. But she said that she, that's like just the first part of her Black Friday. I think they're going to do something different on Friday. Ooh. So I'm really excited. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should get started. Now that we're halfway through our now, time period. Yes. We are Unholy Gossip Girls. I'm Casey. I'm Faye. And uh, happy for some Fridays. We are the last Friday of the month. I hope you guys had a excellent Thanksgiving. What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Faye? I'm eating food. Just mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce? Probably. <laughs> do you do gravy? Yeah, I make gravy with, they're called not chicken. <laughs> they're bouillon cubes. It's so good. Oh, it's like okay. the best. I do love a good bouillon. 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 I don't know how to say that. Cube. Yeah. Those are good. They're delicious. I'll be doing nothing. Aww. Except for driving. Taking care of goats. Taking care of goats. Lucky. Expect a Snapchat. <laughs> Did you get my Snapchat from whenever I went there last week? Yeah. She had so many babies. So cute. They're very cute. I want to meet them. You can go with me. I'm going to text me. If I'm awake, I'll say yes. If I'm asleep, I'll say nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess let's get started. All right. So this week, I wanted to tell you a terrible story about the vampire rapist. Oh, man. So I know we put like trigger warnings in the show notes, but it obviously the vampire rapist is about rape. So <laughs> if this is uh, something that you don't want to you know, hear about for half an hour totally get it we will see you next week what if i don't want to hear about it for half an hour (laughs) you this is just too bad (laughs) it's my least favorite topic i know i'm sorry (laughs) it sounded like i don't know the vampire rapist yeah and then once i started getting into it i was like oh no wow this is sad okay well let's just fucking get into it okay all right 
Wayne Clifford Bowden was born in 1948. Not much known, not much is known about his life before 1969 when he committed his first murder. Other than that, he was a male model before he oh. was a salesman. Bowden is a killer slash rapist from Ontario, Canada. Canada. Do you think he was the Count Jocula model? <laughs> no, I saw pictures. I don't know if I put any in here. He's not handsome at all, I oh. don't think. He's the before photo model. He's got weird hair and like these thick ass sideburns. <laughs> like so thick. Like half of his face is like sideburn. I'm no. like, what the hell? Anyway. Uh, he ran his rape slash murder spree in Quebec, Canada from 1969 to 1971. He was dubbed the vampire rapist because he bit the breasts on three out of his four victims. Bowden actually helped Canada and the USA learn more about forensic dentistry, and he was the first person convicted in North America due to this research what if they gave him an award for that (laughs) while he's in prison that's like the only cool thing that happened from the story (laughs) and it and i do talk about it a little bit so there's a little bit of the story that's basically the whole story if you're still with me and you want to bow out go ahead because i'm going to get into the details now oh man all right victim number one shirley (gasps) audette audette is such a cool fucking last name it is Shirley Audette was Bowden's first victim. She was wearing red wine-colored flared pants, a turtleneck, and a brown leather vest when they found her out back of her, there's like a specific street, apartment complex. She was found raped and strangled with bite marks on her breasts. There were no signs of bloody skin under her fingernails of the victim, which led one biographer to theorize that she did not struggle struggle against her assailant which i think is wild speculation and complete bullshit oh yeah they went on and on about this because she didn't have shit underneath her fingernails she didn't fight back and i was like that is victim blamey so bad really i hate that even if she was having consensual sex with her person that still doesn't give him reason to like kill her yeah come on it was yeah it just really pissed me off so i didn't say anything else about it (laughs) that is annoying yeah you can do like a closed fist punch too you're not gonna get stuff under your nails what if she just got her nails did yeah she won't fuck (laughs) just kidding (laughs) shirley audette was 20 years old five foot two and 135 pounds the only reason why they put all that information in there is because you're gonna see that all of his victims were very similar. Really? At the time of her death, Bowden lived in the apartment complex right beside her. So he lived right next to her. Aww. They were like neighbors. Shirley was living with her boyfriend, Kenneth L. Hurt. L. F. L. Alert. I don't know. <laughs> There's like an H in there. It's throwing me off. Uh, Kenneth was working at night, a night shift. The night of the murder, Shirley would usually call Kenneth at work and sit outside where she felt comfortable. On October 3rd, 1969, she met Bowden for the first time. Later that same day, she was found dead at the rear of the apartment complex. So tragic. That was the first person. Victim number two, Marielle Archimbald. Baltz. Archimbald. 
Bowden's second victim was Marielle, which is also such a cool name. Uh, Archimbalt. Marielle was 20 years old, five foot five, five, and weighed 105 pounds. She worked at the something. Sorry, all these words are like French. Jewelry <laughs> boutique. One night at a local nightclub, she met Bowden. She told her friends later that she had been entranced by a man she met. She was picked up from work at the end of the day and was and she introduced this man as Bill to like her coworkers. Mm -hmm. And so his name is William. So Bill isn't that far off. I think a lot of people who their name is William, they go by Bill. That's true. I don't know why. Because it's like Will and then you're dumb. So you say B Bill. <laughs> uh, one of my dad's friend's name is Bill and I call him Billiam. Billiam. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, uh, she was found dead in her apartment at 1.05 p.m. on November 26, 1969. Marielle did not come into work the following day, obviously, so her boss tried to call her. When there was no response, he went up to her apartment to see if she was okay, because I guess it was, like, close? I don't know. When her boss arrived at her apartment, he got the landlady to open the door, and that is when they discovered her deceased. Aww. She was wearing brown pants and a green shirt with three buttons missing. Her bra and pantyhose had been torn and she was raped and strangled and bite marks were found on her breasts. Stupid vampires. The room she was found in appeared to be clean and nothing disturbed, which made people wildly speculate that there wasn't a struggle. Uh, because it wasn't a struggle in her, most of her apartment, but there was signs of a struggle like in her bedroom mm -hmm. the police did find a crumpled discarded photo which they had released to the public to see if they could get a hit on the person but it ended up being it ended up being marielle's deceased father so Aww. they like went on this wild goose chase about this photo that they found in her apartment and it was like her dad why'd she crumble up her dad i don't know this murder happened only five weeks after he killed his first victim. Sad. Victim number three, Jean Wei. Jean Wei was 24, 4 foot 11, and weighed 110 pounds. She lived in Lincoln Street in Montreal, and she was dating a man by the name of Brian Col Caulfield. On January 16, 1970, Brian came to pick her up for a scheduled date at her apartment at around 8.15 p.m. and knocked on the door. When there was no answer, he went to go grab a drink because he was like, maybe she's not ready. Maybe she's not home. Mm -hmm. It's the 70s. It's not like they could be like, let me take out my cell phone. Where are you at? Yeah. So he went to go grab a drink at this like pub nearby. But she was being attacked at that point. Aww. She was inside being attacked. Brian had no idea what was going on, so he had a couple of drinks and went back to Jean's apartment at 9.30. That's like a really long time, but whatever. <laughs> Brian went into Jean's apartment because he noticed the door was unlocked. Her body wasn't even cold yet, and then he realized there was a gray-blue colored wool belt wrapped around her neck. She was wearing nothing but a green 
bedspread with her feet being the only thing exposed when Brian found her. Which is so sad. Really sad. Upon investigation, the cops revealed that she had no bite marks on her breast. However, the police found two small fibers underneath the fingernails of her left hand, which led them to believe there was a struggle with the person that attacked her. And I was like, come on. Why do you need to have evidence like that to, like, prove that it's rape? Yeah, even if there wasn't a struggle. Still. You don't murder someone, first of all, and it could still be rape. Sometimes you think, they're going to kill me if I fight back. Maybe I just sit here. Yeah. And like, then they kill you anyway. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, and it's, yes, like, I know this is the 70s, so, like, things are different now, but, like, it's so, I was just so frustrating. <laughs> like, yeah. Gosh, this, this story sucks. <laughs> such a bummer really unhappy with it okay um police believe that jean knew bowden well enough that he would be allowed to enter her apartment bowden killed jean eight weeks after he killed marielle after jean's death the resulting publicity from the murders caused a brief mass hysteria in montreal although this uh although the mass hysteria disappeared because Bowden fled the city and the murder stopped. What a loser. So, his fourth and final victim. <clears throat> How are you doing? Not great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just a bummer and I'm really sorry about it. Um, I guess let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about the fourth victim. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. And we're back. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's get this over with. Okay. Elizabeth Ann Porto was last seen by coworkers stopped at a red light sitting in the passenger seat of a blue Mercedes on the night of May 17th, 1971. So this was like over a year later, like a year and a half later. He took a break. Yeah. On May 18th. So the next day, Elizabeth didn't show up for work. She was a high school teacher in Calgary. Aww. Yes, which is very sad. Elizabeth's apartment manager was called and asked to check on her. They discovered her on her bedroom floor, dead. She was raped, strangled, and this time, Bowden bit her breasts because he had time. He missed doing it. I think the only like I think I talk about it, but I think the only reason why he didn't was because he got interrupted at the third one oh. because that boy, that guy was like knocking at her door. Yeah. Um, her apartment showed that she had struggled with whoever had attacked her, and when they were moving her body, they realized there was a broken cufflink beneath her. <gasps> dun dun dun. Two colleagues who told police that they saw her the night before in the blue Mercedes also mentioned that the car had a distinctive bull-shaped advertising decal 
on the rear window. Which, like, if you're going to go around murdering people, wouldn't you want, like, a nondescript vehicle? Yeah. Not a fucking blue Mercedes with a bull. <laughs> like, a black sedan. It's, like, the perfect murder vehicle. Oh, gosh. One of Elizabeth's friends told police that she was dating a flashy dresser with short, well-kept hair and that his name was Bill. Also, if you know you have the habit of killing people, why the fuck are you telling people your real name? Yeah. Come up with a cool name. That'd be fun anyway. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, you shouldn't kill people, but like. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the, first, the first lesson here. On May 19th, Wayne Clifford Bowden was arrested. So, like, literally the next day. After some patrolmen saw the blue Mercedes parked close to the crime scene, with Bowden attempting to get into his car. Bowden had told the detectives that he had moved to Calgary from Montreal a year prior to the crime and that he was dating Elizabeth and that the cufflink they had found was his, although he claimed that Elizabeth was alive and well when he left the night she was murdered. The police department was uh, holding Bowden under the suspicion that he killed Elizabeth Porto, so they decided to investigate the bite marks on her breasts. <gasps> All right. This section's called on uh, uh, on deontological evidence. All right. <laughs> Teeth evidence. <laughs> All right. The police contacted Gordon Swan, a local orthodontist, to help prove that the marks on Elizabeth's breasts and neck were Bowden's bite marks with the intent to verify them as having been left by Bowden. And there was nothing in Canadian literature on forensic ontology at the time. Swan wrote to the FBI in the USA, hoping for any information on the matter, which is like really cool. Whoops. Sorry. That's so loud. <laughs> I think that's really cool. Yeah. That they did that. It's pretty cool. Like, I wonder if countries regularly reach out to other countries, like, bro, can you help me out with can this? Can you do me a solid? <laughs> can you teach me about teeth and stuff? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I would, if I was a country. So, this is crazy. Swan received a reply from FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. <gasps> Wasn't he a president? Was right? he? Wasn't he? I don't know. <laughs> could have sworn. There's a Hoover. So who? I don't know. Sounded very official. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. The FBI director is also the president. Maybe I'm just an idiot. <laughs> who directed him to England. So he's like, yeah, um, I don't know, but I got a buddy over in England who might. Where he met with a man who dealt with over 20 cases regarding bite marks. Swan was able to get the information he needed, and based on a cast made of Bowden's teeth, he managed to demonstrate 29 points of similarity between the bite marks on Elizabeth's body and Bowden's teeth. Woohoo! Woohoo! The evidence provided by Gordon Swan was sufficient for the jury of Bowden's trial to find him guilty for the murder of Elizabeth Porto and subsequently sentenced to life imprisonment. Bowden was the first murderer to be convicted in North America based on 
odontological evidence. Bowden then returned to Montreal to face trial, where he confessed to the three murders of Shirley Audette, Marielle Archambald, and Jean Way, and was sentenced to three additional life terms. Bonin was sent to Kingston Penitentiary in Kingston, Ontario, where he began serving his sentence on February 16th, 1972. Is he dead? <laughs> Yay! Oh, yeah, he's super dead. <laughs> All right. This section's called Hot Goss. Because this part is actually fucking ridiculous. In 1977, so five years later, <laughs> Bowden somehow got a credit card from American Express. What? <laughs> just, I don't know how it happened. Okay, so he gets this credit card and he used it while he was out on a day pass from prison, which I also didn't Why did he know. get a day pass? I have no idea. So while he was eating lunch with his social worker in this restaurant called Contiki at the Mount Royal Hotel in downtown Montreal, he used the washroom and escaped through the bathroom window. He was recaptured several days later at a bar in downtown Montreal. Three prison guards were disciplined, and American Express conducted an internal investigation <laughs> to find out how a prisoner serving a life sentence for murder managed to get a credit card. Some people don't deserve day passes, <laughs> and he's one of them. Some people don't deserve credit cards either. That's true. Bowden died from skin cancer at Good. Kingston General Hospital on March 27, 2006. So he was kind of... Like, he lived a full fucking life. How do you get skin cancer when you're in prison? I don't know, because he grew up in the time where nobody, like, put on sunscreen and they all... But do they go outside, outside often? As a child, probably. I don't oh. know. I don't know. Um, so my sources are an article on Serial Killer Calendar by Aaron Kirkland. That was, like, a mouthful. Say that two times. Serial Killer Calendar by Aaron Kirkland. Wow. You did it much better than me. <laughs> Can I guess your next? Yeah. Murderpedia. One more. Wiki. Yeah. Wikipedia. I'm uh -huh. just reading your notes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Those are my sources. All right. Yay. What a great story. What a fucking bummer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I hope your Black Friday is so much better than this episode yeah not that won't be hard <laughs> yeah that's true um but you know it is important to talk about these things and you know we feel sorry for the victims obviously and um it was just infuriating researching it because it was so fucking victim blamey and like yeah out of touch really <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was on like wikipedia i'm like why is this so fucking outdated like you need a new a new source yeah you like, need somebody to rewrite you, you this click on the number and you go down and it's like some guy's journal that he wrote <laughs> he wrote it himself yeah the lady deserved it <laughs> and then it's like on wikipedia she deserved it yeah. seven. Oh my god <laughs> it's terrible it's horrible it is horrible um yeah, I mean, just, it sucks because even if it sounds like maybe some of those women did know him mm -hmm. and trust him enough to, like, let them in, let him in. But it's like, 
You can't trust anybody. Yeah. That's fucked up. Scary. He was dating that one girl, like actually dating her, had a relationship with her. And he still fucking killed her. The world is so scary. I know. So, oh, well, Black Friday is one of like the largest crime days because people, people be breaking into homes and stealing stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because people will like go Black Friday shopping and then go home and drop stuff off and then go out again. Uh So they'll just leave like tons of shit in their homes people be stealing that's why like after holidays you're not supposed to put like giant tv boxes in your garbage and stuff Mm -hmm. because people are gonna break in yeah but who doesn't have a tv mounted these days that's true they'd have to work really hard i mean at that point they deserve it they deserve to go i wanted a new tv anyway (laughs) you saved me the hassle of taking it down yeah I mean, I wish somebody would come steal our microwave because it fucking sucks. <laughs> I'll and do I, it. I don't know how to get it out because it's Is it insured. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come get it. Like I don't know. Somebody just—that's <laughs> all they took. <laughs> <laughs> they somehow got it out. It's one of those ones that's like above the stove. Uh-huh. It's like inside of the cabinet somehow. Yeah. I I don't know how to get it out. <laughs> I haven't investigated that much, and I'm sure there's a YouTube video about it. But yeah. I'm just like my old microwave sat on the counter, and if it was broken, you just unplug it, <laughs> throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> I'm gonna break into your house, load up a YouTube video, learn how to take it down. <laughs> your husband's gonna be there, like, what are you doing? Shh. <laughs> you were wearing like a ski mask. <laughs> you can't see me (laughs) oh you need to wear just a baseball cap like joe does oh yeah (laughs) he thinks it hides him so much (laughs) that loser all right well i hope you guys had a wonderful thanksgiving and a super fun black friday i know i'm gonna have a fun black friday at least yeah um because i love chopping Chopping is fun. I don't have any money now because that stupid dog. Yeah, that sucks. Can't go shopping. Yeah, I like to go like, I mean, I usually would go with my sister, but she's not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And she would get all of her Christmas shopping done then. Uh-huh. And um, she's already done her Christmas shopping because we didn't go do Black Friday last year because of COVID. Uh-huh. And um, so she got used to buying stuff online. So she's Uh-oh. like, I'm already done with my Christmas shopping. And I'm like well darn (laughs) but usually we would just walk around i just want to get some new shoes i bought some new like heels like wedge booty heels Mm -hmm. and i have a lot in black and i have a few that are in like brown and tan and i don't have any in gray oh so i want to look for some gray ones you need all the neutrals yeah so that's all i was you know looking for what time uh on thanksgiving yeah or will you be busy on thanksgiving well i'll be busy on thanksgiving until like the evening yeah so black friday usually starts at like six on thanksgiving 6 p.m is that what time you plan on going i (laughs) i have nothing to do (laughs) my schedule is very open okay we'll plan this yeah. Later. Yeah. Off the air. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna be at Cole's at this address at this t- <laughs> Come get us. <laughs> Come punch somebody in the face in front of us. Yes, please. please. Maybe I'll punch someone. Maybe that'll be my gift to you. Oh, I would really love it. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you guys um, in just a few days for a special bonus episode. And for the rest of you guys who aren't subscribers, we will see you guys next Friday. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.